Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We appreciate you listening. Let's get out to the phones really quick. We want to get to folks. Hey, Sky, did did Rand, Randall left, didn't he? Yeah, Randall up. likes to hang on. Um, he likes to listen through the... Uh, oh, so he's streaming. Yeah, and it's, okay. it's, as long as uh, I have room, I, I let him uh, hang on. Okay, around. I just didn't know if he was had forgotten something. Let's go to David. David, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. We were talking a little bit before the uh, the top of the hour break about the event that Allison Sinclair emceed. Please say my name again so everybody knows Allison who to Allison Sinclair emceed. Yeah. You may personally get on the... The Splick. The Splick hate yeah. list. I'm, I'm ready. Don't, don't y'all think we should Let's call them? I mean, that's how they spell it, right? Splick. Splick. Yes. Splicks. The, uh, let's go to David. David, welcome to the program. Good morning, all. Good morning, Good morning. David. How you are you? Good. Some things that I've noticed. Did, did you notice that there's been a progression? There first had to be the attack on male masculinity before there was the trans movement. It ha- there has and, been a, um, a continuum of such, yes. Yeah. And have you noticed also that at least the ones I see in the public view by the national media are pretty much all white males who are transitioning to white females? Have you not seen any African-American, any Asian, any Hispanic? In the national media? I've not. I can't say that I've not seen any, but, you know, that's a good good point, but he's just a drag guy. He's just a drag. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, but as far as the national media with, you know, sports related, I haven't seen Mm. anything but sports related. Yes, Caucasian males transitioning to females. Yep. In sports. For whatever reason, again, and if I think that the reason that you don't have a lot of fathers speaking up is a because of the attack on masculinity, mm-hmm. and b have you noticed that they won't take the attitude of gee, just like with you guys, you know, you can't speak out against it, and someone say that who's part of the trans movement? Well, they have their opinion. No, they have to attack you as though you're incarnate evil. Right. Yep, no, you're right. So those are just some things I've noticed about the whole goings-on with the trans movement. Those are great points, David. We appreciate you, buddy. Great points. Take care. Yeah, I think they know that their their arguments are extremely weak. I mean, it's circular logic because you can transition to, if you're a male, mm-hmm. you can cr- transition to a female Mm-hmm. And then you start dressing like a female mm-hmm. to prove that you're a female, but we can't define what a female is. And if you say a female is somebody that has a chest and mm-hmm. wears dresses, mm-hmm. well, then that's wrong. But when they transition, that's what they do. They get a chest and they wear dresses and makeup. And so it's right. like... And they act like a woman that we didn't know what they were. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's no solid foundation. And I think that's why they immediately go to calling you names mm-hmm. and... This extreme hate because their argument is so flaky. Well, and not only that, if you try to talk to them or somebody in that community, I've learned they also hate truth. And so they've just completely disregarded truth. So that's why they believe they're free to say these things. What do you mean there's truth? 
only, you know, cultures change what's true. I mean, what is truth anyway? So there's the attack on masculinity, but there's also the attack on truth. And so then they have you questioning everything. Mm -hmm. So if you can question everything, then you jump into the wheel of circular logic and you're like, they're right. Nothing makes sense anymore. And so I think it's another whirlwind that we've been dropped into the middle of. And how do we get out? You just got to go straight through the middle and get Mm -hmm. out of it. But it is amazing to me that that's one of the things I've noticed in this conversation about the whole trans situation is they will repeatedly attack truth. But the joke is, if you pull back, you have to know there's truth first to be able to say there is none. Mm-hmm. So their logic falls. So their logic falls in on itself. Mm-hmm. But we get so caught up. I get so caught up in the argument that I think, oh my gosh, just even on its merit, at the head of it, it doesn't even work. It doesn't wash. But because you're talking with people who've twisted language, which the enemy of our souls is really good at doing, yep. then you go, wait a minute, we don't even have to have this argument because your logic fails immediately at the beginning of the conversation. Why is it that? Because David made a good point. What is wrong with liberal white people? <laughs> I'm serious. We're Guilt. like on the cutting edge of every crazy idea is some liberal white person. It's not blacks. It's not Hispanics. It's not, I mean, you, you look at history, socialism, mm. all these crazy, anti, I mean, it's, it's liberal white people. Yeah. And many of these movements, um, um, Okay, BLM. You start digging down in BLM, you end up finding liberal white people making it happen. Coming up with the lies, selling the lies to different groups so that they can move their agenda forward. Black Americans didn't profit from BLM. It was yeah. liberal white people that got the pendulum to, or, you know, the, the, the ball to be moved down the field. They use and abuse everyone. But it's like the liberal white folks constantly. We're also the serial killers. Well, we are. I know. We are. <laughs> Something's going bad wrong. So there is there is something weird there. I don't know. Is it because the liberal mom, white moms got all into the, you know, no fat, more sugar, soy, soy, soy for the last 30 years? Maybe it is. Maybe we poisoned our kids. I know, we, I know it's the liberal white moms who make sure their kids get every jab possible. Hmm. I have a and very health simple trend. answer. What? I have two answers. One is just sin. Okay. And, and we're just fallen human beings, all of us, that, I don't know. We get it wrong. Self-loathing, self-hating, pointy head, can't even <laughs> park their bicycles straight, liberals. <laughs> yeah, no, just really, that's, that's a lot of it at, 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 the, at the core of this is people that um, just, just really find their identity in uh, spreading strife mm-hmm. and, and pointing out other people's problems. However wrong they may be. Mm -hmm. And they are affluent enough, and that that may be part of the difference, is that many of these white Americans who are liberal are affluent enough to be able to dabble in all this idiocy. Well, at some point we started... While other people are working hard, they're... I'm not saying they don't work hard, but their lives are easy enough that they can be worried about whether or not yeah, that was no, my second exactly. point. Yeah. Is that they're just they're bored because yeah, they have you know too good. They don't have you don't have to, to go out and pick food in the garden so you can eat. You don't have to be distracted with you know going to get water from the well. Mm-hmm. You you get groceries delivered to you and everything's done for you and you have nothing else to think about. 
So to Don't make yourself yeah. fulfilled, you you come up with these things. You take these causes right. that are outside of you because you're not your serving meaning. Yeah, That's you're right. not serving God. Right. So you're serving something. You're serving something. Yeah. And so because you are not serving God, you become one of those people, liberal white people here in the U.S. or uh -huh. in England, who uh -huh. say things like um, the British National Health System says that men's chest milk is as good as women's for babies. You say crazy things like <laughs> wait, wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. You said that in your fast... Uh, the British there was, National Health System. There was a little system. part of the Yankee speed still left I'm there. Sorry. So say it slowly so British we can understand. British National Health System says, says men's chest milk. Men's chest milk. Is as good as women's what? for babies. Is there such a thing? Who's <laughs> uh, aware well, of this? Enough, I like, think it synthetic was. Synthetic hormones. But is, uh, are we talking about women who claimed they were men? And so they're really women. I have an answer. And so women's breast milk who claim they're men is just as good as women's breast milk the, who are still women. This is insane. Oh, I thought it was you men. You thought it was the fake? No, take. no, no. It is She's that? right. The University of Sussex Systems released guidance suggesting that trans women's, a.k.a. men's chest milk, is comparable to that produced following the birth of a baby. There is no way on God's green earth. Yes. So I was right. It's you are right. actual right. men this that are taking than a bunch of was. hormones, and they're saying this is good for your baby. Yeah. It's you natural. Nobody's with them. You're the one with the mental illness. So yes. Yeah. That's, yes. That's where we got turned around. What's the volume uh, of production capability? Cannot be. Come on. And it's got to be full of all those synthetic hormones that That's they gave them. what the article yeah. points out. The British healthcare system thinks pumping a man full of artificial hormones so that he grows breasts and produces milk is as good of an option to give a baby than it's Because they just really milk. hate babies, don't they? They hate humanity. Mm. Mm. Wow. That is painful. And that was from the University of Sucks? Yes. The University Sucks of Sussex sure. in England. Um, but the, the same artificial hormone that the FDA has warned about mm -hmm. says it's associated with serious cardiac adverse events and oh. on and on. So if you want to read the whole See, article, it's evil not the part when the Holy Spirit is, when is he's already whipping before me. Went, yeah, before I got zapped. My evil part was said, just give it to him. Yeah. Hormone him up. But that would not be Golly, very godly. So then there's the babies. They're well, getting I'm, lost I'm, I'm in all this. I'm counting if you give them enough of it fast enough, they'll have that heart problem. No baby problems. Oh, oh, you were really being yeah. evil. Yeah, I feel bad. Where did they get the baby? Also, great question. I mean, maybe the one that used I mean, to be a, a woman who's right? still a woman yeah. but is Wait, now a man. Because like, you don't have a uterus. Yeah. yeah. I, so who's... Whose baby, baby is it? It's like George Santos <laughs> carrying around the baby around Capitol Hill. Yeah. Whose baby is that? Who knows? Where did he get that baby? Let's go to Eric. Eric, bring some uh, levity. Well, not levity. Bring some wisdom to the program, Eric. Welcome to the program. I'm glad you're back. I don't know where you are, or what you've been doing, but uh, welcome. I can tell you, Scott. Scott, I'll have to. Uh, man, let me tell you something, Big Daddy. Damn, I thought uh, for a minute I was back in high school in the sex ed class we taking. Uh, I'd hate like hell to know I'd have to get milk from a man's breast. I, I'd just have to, <laughs> I'd have to see what that, 
Yeah, Dr. Freud would have a field day with that one, man. <laughs> hey, you know on the, on the internet, all those pictures of the babies, like baby gangsters, and they got all those weird looks on their face? That's that's what happened. All right. The heck is this? They're like picking hair out of their yeah. mouth. Oh! Oh, <laughs> God. Sorry. I mean, that's the reality. That's true. I know Randall is out there. But Randall, I can't see you doing that, baby boy. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, he's gonna respond because he's a good friend. He comes by the shop. But anyhow, hey, uh, where was that rally games uh, event at? It was up at uh, Toyota Stadium in Madison County, where the Trash Pandas play. It was actually pretty cool. Yeah, man, how it could have been. I, you know, that is a very very intelligent young lady and she's very beautiful and she earned what she got she didn't just because she decided you know hell i'm a woman we already know that but you know man i i, I don't know what the hell's coming up to this this country like uh, scott was saying earlier it's just uh we got to get back to the basics man because, and here, here's the thing eric eric we could get back to the basics here in the south here in Alabama, we could put a stop to all this nonsense. Um, our leadership in, in Montgomery needs to lead the way. But local right. officials, state officials, everyone, we could stop all this nonsense. But we are paralyzed because we're so afraid that the New York Times or some nitwit Yankee publication will say how we're a bunch of rubes and racist and not progressive. And I'm just telling you, I want us to stand on God's side and truth and on Western civilization and culture. And the heck with the rest of them. They can fly for all I care. Uh, I know you got to go to a break, but uh, 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 I was going to ask St. Clair, was uh, uh, Kay Ivy there? No, she was not. She she was back at home working hard on that gambling bill. Yeah, she's probably down on Bourbon Street, which we call Dexter <laughs> Avenue. That's, that's the new Bourbon Street. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. We appreciate you, buddy. Be careful out there. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Don't forget to check out our friends over at 1819news.com. It is the one and only best place to get your news about what's going on in the state of Alabama, the good things, the bad things, the crazy things, what's happening in the state legislature, stories about events um, around the state, or you can find them at 1819news.com. And while you're there, consider supporting the work they do. Any best Shaver and Allison Sinclair are with me. Yes, Allison, what can I do for you? Later on, I know I've already taken over the show, but mm-hmm. later on, can mm-hmm. we do news and a hot flash? Because there's actually a lot of really good news on 1819. There is. And if I, yes, can I bring up the second story that was part of Not the Bee that made <laughs> national headlines? Scott's yes. dying inside. Yes. Uh, he what is, are these women doing? He is dying on the inside. Sorry, Scott. I'm sure it's great. Well, it's the story that I told you about mm-hmm. this morning. Because mm-hmm, we get here early and work it out. We were having coffee <laughs> and discussing <laughs> the weekend, but the Alabama Supreme Court rules IVF embryos are protected as human beings. And so... So what does that mean? So what it means is um, the embryos created for the IVF process, this is in Not the Bee, but also there's a story in 1819. 
and I'm going to save all the rest of the stories for news and a hot flash, okay? Um, but what that means now is that they are protected. Embryos created in the IVF process are protected as human mm-hmm. beings under the state's wrongful death of a minor act. Mm-hmm. Means that destroying unused embryos is off the table in Alabama. And originally this started mm. because somebody broke into a fertility clinic mm-hmm. and destroyed embry- embryos. Mm-hmm. That's how the whole thing started. And so and were they charged with murder? And or that was the question. Like how do you handle this probably crime? Probably that is the question. I'm scanning through um the cases out of Mobile. Um, and it says that according to those on the left, it's gonna put a halt to the IVF industry in the state. Um, but what the Supreme Court did was hold in a 7-2 decision that parents of frozen embryos that were killed in an IVS clinic when an intruder tampered with an IVF freezer mm-hmm. may proceed with a wrongful death lawsuit against the clinic for alleged negligence. So yeah, it's, it's complicated. I mean, it really, really is. Because you think difficult. about the, the those are fertilized eggs. Life begins at conception. So there you go, and, and the and the industry in general. Look, I, I get it. It's been it's been great for people who've had fertility problems, et cetera. But there are a lot of questions when you're talking about okay, I've got all these embryos, and and I don't know how the process works. Don't they kind of go through and say, hey, we think this one may be the healthiest, or what? That's the one that might survive the the. Uh, Plant implantation mm-hmm. into the woman, and then what do you do with the rest of them? And because they are fertilized eggs, I mean, it's they're, they're questions that should have been answered a long time ago. Before, before we got way down this road with with hundreds, if not thousands, of people being involved in this right. process, because that they they are it is life. But what is going to happen? And do they do they die on their own after a while? I mean, I guess they're frozen. Well, you know, I, I don't know how all that works, and I guess that's where Allison's going on. Well, what I have do you a do? friend who had to go through IVF. She has two children through mm-hmm. their procedure, and they use several of the embryos, but they have like six left. Right. What happens? That they to them? pay every month a fee to continue to keep them frozen okay. and alive. Okay. They're not having any more children. They're done. So they have these six lives sitting there. So Mm -hmm. your thoughts are, okay, do you take them out of the freezer and kill them, which now you can be charged with murder? Mm -hmm. Or do you let them sit there forever and you continue to pay this fee? And then eventually something will happen, eventually. Or do you go through... That's the word you want to use. Like an adoption process, you know, where somebody can pay... Mm-hmm. To use your embryos. And I know somebody who did that. Which mm-hmm. then you have your mini-me out there running around. Mm-hmm. That's all you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like adoption, though. It It is, but I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a very, very difficult situation all around. Because mm-hmm. these two precious kids have life, this because family, of because of that. But then, <clears throat> according to the Alabama Supreme Court and our mm-hmm. logic, there are mm-hmm. six lives that... Probably, maybe, don't know, will be lost through this. Mm-hmm. I know it's 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 a it's a weird. Mm. I mean, it, it really is and weird. Then, and, and, and is that normal to take ten, for example, or I think, eight? Yeah, I think or, there's always way more. I mean, I think that, you implant, don't you? Usually yeah, implant several. like three and yeah. four mm. tries. And that's how you end up with the people with nine, like whatever that Children. is. 
No, well, what is nine? If you have octuplets is eight, what is nine? Great question. Nine tuplets. But it, it, you're, you're right. That is a whole big deal because I know we know somebody who adopted an embryo mm-hmm. and had got the, pregnant and had yeah. the baby. And that, it, that was their version of adoption. So it's kind of a genius way. But mm-hmm. you're right. There's so many things involved mm-hmm. in the whole process hard. that... And it's a weird process, too. It's like some people who um, can't get pregnant, can't get pregnant, try, 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 end up adopting or end up getting pregnant through one of these processes, and then the pressure's off. And And then they get pregnant. Yeah, and then they get pregnant again, and they're pregnant again. So it was really stress Stress. that was keeping them from getting pregnant. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, you you wouldn't have these Mm -hmm. questions if 20, 30, 40 years ago somebody said, you know, we probably shouldn't be doing this. Mm. Somebody yeah, but, brought up. but, 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 this one person, this family can't have, unless we do it, well, mm. we, you can't open Pandora's box for the one thing because you get all the rest. That's right. Somebody well, brought up, can you take out life insurance on those embryos? Oh, wow. The value. Good I mean, grief, that's such a Life insurance is to pay for what they would have been paying for if they'd been alive. Well, like, so I would imagine the payout wouldn't be very big. They'll, I, bet, I bet you they sell life insurance. Just an in interesting discussion. Yeah. But it always feels funny and odd when you're making decisions about life and death and mm-hmm. who should live and who shouldn't. That that seems very God. I think I think the Supreme Court did a very good job in Alabama by saying they are they are protected because mm-hmm. that is that is consistent. Saying they're protected causes people to have questions. Well, if that's the case, then then what? But they are on the right side. They didn't cause the other questions and the complications and the, oh, my goodness, now that won't let us do what we want to do. Y'all started doing what you wanted to do. They were consistent on what life is and when life begins. Just because y'all went and played with it outside the womb, that's a different that's a different thing. Because if you pass the abortion bill that we passed, you have to make this decision. Mm-hmm. Because if those had been inside a uterus, it would be an abortion. Yes. So what's the difference? Right. Yeah. I know. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> that's what you get when human beings decide we're, we, we're going to and we can play God. That's how you get COVID. That's how you get all these things. Mm. Just because we can do something doesn't mean you should. Didn't, that, didn't we learn that when we were little? Or they didn't tell us that anymore? <laughs> I think oh, they no, leave that you part just out. be you, Scott. Just you do, do what, what you, you want. want. <laughs> Professor Democritus on the other side will be back. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. The Ladies of Liberty are here. Sky's here. The, well, finishing up on this last thing, and then we'll get to Professor Byron P. Democracies and Bud. The um, the Not the Bee article, let me see who wrote this article. Because, look, we in the state of Alabama, Harris Rigby wrote this, and it's about the Alabama Supreme Court ruling that I, um, IVF embryos are protected as human beings. And um, it's saying, look, if, if they don't take care of these embryos, you can sue for negligence. It's, it's their job. Yeah. These are, and then all these leftists are whining and moaning. Here's a here's an idiot. Um, what's next? Are they going to arrest men for uh, 
doing something because 400 million sperm will die. Luckily, a responder said, no, you moron. Sperm are not babies. Good for, good for them. But that's, you know, the left is, they're not the brightest, okay? They, they will talk about how smart they are. They will let you know, you know, what their IQ is, if it's, if it's somewhat high. But they're just not super wise. Um, it's, it's interesting, though, but the last sentence of the article is in bold letters, and I think you should be proud. It says, once again, thank God for righteous judges in the state of Alabama. We, we, we just don't hear enough. We think we're out here on this island. We get these things wrong. We try to you know, stand for God, guts, and guns. And, uh, and people just bash us. The mainstream media bashes us. So when someone writes an article and says, hey, look, thank goodness for righteous judges in the state of Alabama, that's something we should celebrate and, uh, and be proud of. Let's go to Professor Byron P. Democritus, who is on topic. Professor, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me on, Mr. Beeston and the ladies of Liberty. <laughs> yes, well, Professor, I hope you're doing well. You know, well, we, we are doing a lot better. We started uh, this uh, group to try to help save our, our meat creation that was going on over here, you know, to try to get that $33 million loan. Yes, it's sir. It's called the Grand Dose Original Tactics Creating Controversy Alliance. And... And we have been helped and protected by the Alabama Supreme Court. It turns out that our Columbia University professors have said that there's some, there's some human uh, cloning going on with our meat over here. And that protects all 367 that we're growing over here. They cannot be done away with by the Alabama legislature. We get to keep them. <laughs> we get to keep them, and and you know later on we can take we can take and uh you know take them over to some liberal uh states and and sell them over there as intended. But right now they're going to exist protected, and the legislature, if they go to harm our uh, embryo meat growing over here, will be in terrible trouble. Y'all have a nice day. Thank you. Thank you, Professor. Uh, you're thinking outside the box over there. Let's go to Bud. Bud, welcome to the program. It says you're you're leaving Montgomery? Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Bud. How are you? I'm doing great. You just used the term moron. Probably, yes, sir. <laughs> I would be offended, but I became an L moron. Do you know what that is? <laughs> What's an L moron? What is an L -L person from Elmore County? Okay. An L moron is somebody that left Montgomery. We moved from Montgomery this past weekend into Elmore County. So you can live in Elmore if you're born there. But if you become an L moron, such as myself, you got the heck out of Dodge. (laughs) And you moved to Elmore. So I am proudly declaring myself to be an L moron. <laughs> now, see, I would think the L morons would be. See, you would be an L morian, but an L moron would be someone who moved out of Montgomery and then decided to take Montgomery policies with you and change Elmore oh, County. No, 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 <laughs> not no, but hell no. <laughs> see, so I'm gonna let you be, sir. Can I say hell no on your station? Um, apparently, yes. Sure. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you know, I lived in Montgomery, born and bred in Montgomery, lived there for 50 plus years. 
Lo- I used to love the city. Uh, but did you know we had a 20% increase in murders last year over the year previous? I did not I did not know that, bud. I didn't realize. I mean, that's a lot. I believe we had 77 homicides. Exactly. Yes. That's from the FBI statistics. We did not hit our record. We had 75-plus murders in Montgomery last year. Um, that should scare anybody that wants to live in a peaceful city. You know, the city of Montgomery has a slogan, the city of dreams. I want to offer a new slogan. Montgomery, the new Selma. Oh. Oh. I was going to go with the same That's cutting below the bell, isn't it? Yeah, I was was thinking with maybe like, hey, Selma, hold our beer. Mm. Exactly. (laughs) And, And that's the sad thing about it. I lived on my same street for 50 plus years. Yes, sir. Grew up there as a child, moved out for several years when I was management, going through different states and everything. Was able to buy a house, four houses down for my parents. Uh, how familiar are you? Well, okay, you might not be familiar with Montgomery. We have an elementary school two blocks away from my house. Okay. Had a drive-by shooting. No way. Uh, At an elementary what? school? Yes. Um, I used to go out there and just stand in the driveway and look at the stars. Now I got there, hear the gun burst and try and evade bullets. Wow. Bud, I appreciate it. Great points. My goodness. That's what's that. It it really is. Thank you. I don't know if you have you seen the Tucker Carlson, like some of the excerpts where he's talking about Moscow? And how clean Moscow mm-hmm. is, and I saw the train station. How the train station is, and then now there's new stories out about like the the subway stations in Chinese cities, and no, no, that's a little disingenuous because some of China is nasty, but um, a lot of China is nasty. But the, the whole idea, if you think about America, look at look at these old photos. You go to these restaurants, okay. Montgomery's one of them as well. Wasn't Montgomery one of the first cities, if not the first city in the country, to have electric trolley cars? That is correct. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so many firsts happen in places like Montgomery and in Birmingham. And and you just look at what has happened. Detroit mm. was supposedly, you know, just an unbelievable city. Or you drive through um, Birmingham or Montgomery. And you see these neighborhoods with boulevards, there's sidewalks everywhere, houses that are, some of them are falling in, but you can see how how beautiful they were. Not not mansions necessarily, mm-hmm. but these, these craft style, craftsman bungalows mm-hmm. everywhere. And you think, what happened? Liberal policies happened is what mm-hmm. happened. Liberal policies, and talk to people who used to be there, I think... Um, I talked to Representative Jim Carnes years ago. He grew up in Birmingham. He's, he's considerably older than I am. And he talks about, you know, riding the, the streetcars. Mm. And, and they would ride their bicycles for miles to go to the Alabama Theater and yeah. ride their bicycles back. I mean, it is like, it's like the TV show Happy Days. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he said there was never a problem. I mean, you just rode your bicycle through Birmingham as a little kid. Never worrying about anybody abducting you, shooting you, robbing you. Mm-hmm. Everything was there. And you just think, what happened? And, and that's the, one of the questions that no one wants to ask the question because the answers are unbearable. Mm-hmm. That liberal policies, liberal worldviews yes. destroy places. They just do. Mm. 
And then we've got all the pointy heads, again, who believe they're so smart. Yep. And they always do these things that destroy places. And then you have to leave. And then when you leave, you're a terrible person. Then you go to the red cities and you destroy them. Yeah. Sad. Why is that? I can't have nothing. <laughs> we'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Fascinating story. Hey, this is another Harris Rigby story. <laughs> over, Still over at Not To Be. You can find this in a number of places out there in the news. But um, there is a black economist from Harvard mm-hmm. University mm-hmm. named Roland Fryer. And the the article or the publication or his his findings made the news over the last couple of weeks, but not a lot of people paid attention because the stories were about the the academic paper. And the academic paper says that there were no racial disparities in police shootings. Now that goes along with another one that was. Um, what did it say? Something about, I think there's two different papers. This is, there's another one that came out two or three weeks ago that said there weren't racial disparities in law enforcement overall. It wasn't that one group was being, you know, um, picked out and then picked on, et cetera. But black economist Roland Fryer had his career destroyed by Harvard president fake uh, gay and had his life threatened because of his research. The research revealed that police are not targeting black people. So I, w- I want people to know that a black American researcher from Harvard does his study, gathers all of the data, and says, this is what he says, well, my paper showed we didn't find any racial bias in police shootings. Now, that was really surprising to me because I expected to see it. Mm -hmm. The little known fact is I had eight full-time research assistants that it took over a year or nearly a year to do this. Then he said, okay, when I found the surprising results, so he had eight eight folks working for him. They gather all the data. They work for almost a year, and and the data comes back and says, there's no racial bias in these shootings across the United States. So he says, okay, I got to get eight new people. He's a professor. He sees the data. He gets his result and says, uh, now I'm putting words in his mouth, but but he hired eight new people. He basically said, this has got to be screwed up. He did this twice? Yes. I heard him talk. You're basically saying what he said. So he gets his new eight, does the research again, and gets the same result. And then he had to, he did have to have police protection for himself and his family. What a racist. He says that it was so, he was so sold, or this article says that the researcher was so thoroughly sold on the, on the narrative that police have got to be out shooting black Americans. They're doing it on purpose. They get shot and other people don't get shot. I mean, he was sold on it. So that, that means he... He set out to prove what he already thought was real. He's like, I'm going to show them that that's absolutely happening. Works on it for almost a year. Finds out it's not true. Gets rid of the first set of help. Does it again. And finds out that no, there is no racial bias. It says, this isn't a man who set out to prove conservatives right. He just followed the data. It's what we used to call science. 
is what he says. They came back with the same exact answer, and I thought it was robust. And then I went to go give it, and my my guy, all hell broke loose. It was a 104-page, dense academic economics paper with a 150-page appendix, okay? It was posted for four minutes when I got my first email that said, this is full of beep. It doesn't make any sense. I wrote back, how did you read it that fast? That's amazing. <laughs> so the very first person responded to him on a 104-page academic paper with a 150-page appendix and responded in four minutes. There's no way that person cared what the paper said. They just looked at what the paper concluded. Did, did, yeah, hey, let me do this for the question. Okay. He said he had colleagues come to him, take him to the side and say, don't publish this. You'll ruin your career. Don't put out the truth. You'll be ruined. And guess what? What? You know who uh, helped organize a witch hunt against him? Who? Claudine Gay. Oh, that's why it says up here that the fake president was against him. I wondered who was a fake gay. <laughs> Is there anything worse than that? <laughs> In 2024, we'll be back. <laughs>